0: Bal ba- Perazim, God of breakthrough. Come with me into the book of 1 Chronicle 14. 1 Chronicle chapter 14. says from verse 1 I will read from verse 1 uh, so that we understand the context now Hiram king of Tyre sent messengers to David and cedar trees with masons and carpenters to build him a house. So David knew that the Lord had established him as king over Israel. David knew that the Lord had established him as king over Israel. For his kingdom was highly exalted for the sake of his people Israel. Did you see that the kingdom was highly exalted for The sake of his people, whose people, God's people, so people of God. Sometimes when God is doing something, things in our lives, you don't think that you are that special, that and sinless and pure, chaste. No, sometimes God is doing it for his own sake. He said that I will lead you in the path of righteousness for my name's sake, my name's sake, for his name's sake, because he wants to glorify his name. He will be doing things in your life. Don't be deceived to think that, especially when. Some people are living in sin or they they say that I, I know about a man of God some years ago and he was doing some things and people were saying it but the people that were advocating for him said that well, God is still blessing him for his own namesake God will bless you, God will do things, God will use you you know the fact that you, you pray for the sick, they recover does not mean that you are special that's why no for his own namesake okay that is not where I'm going then David took more wives in Jerusalem that's how blessed he was or established he was he decided to try so mm-hmm. <laughs> and David begot more sons and daughters ah you see he Celebrated his uh, establishment by having more wives and more daughters and sons. And there, and these are the names of his children whom he had in Jerusalem Shamua, Shubab, Nathan, Solomon, Ibba, Ibha, Elishua, El Nogah, Nogan, Nefed, Najafia. Elishama, Beliada, and Lephelet. Now when the Philistines, that's where I'm going to. Now when the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. They heard and they went to search for him. And David heard of it and went out against them. Then the Philistines went and made a raid on the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of God saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hands? The Lord said, Go up for I will deliver them into your hands. Let me stop there. They said that when they heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel. So they were not looking for him when he was still a fugitive. We know the story of David. We know how he he was um, persecuted by Saul for his own good, actually. By that time, he didn't know he was for his own good. If not, he would have been a perpetual son-in-law serving in the court of the king. But God wanted to make him more than that. So he arranged for Saul to hate him with fashion. And so he was running away from Saul. Though he was anointed then, for our information, he was still anointed then. Oil was poured over his life, over his head, that you'll be king. And yet, this is a runaway king in making. In fact, he ran away so much that he went into the territory of the Philistines. He was remaining in their territory, under the protection of the Philistine prince. And so much that he wanted even to go to war with them. But thank God that they had sense that day, and they said that no, you you are still the fact that you are you came to our territory does not mean that you you cease to be a, a, a Jew, you cease to be an Israelite, people of God. That is what it is. Don't lose your identity in the midst of uh, um or trials. Sometimes it can happen. So they said that you, the the blood is still running through you, so you won't go with us. You get there and you change your mind and kill us, so we will not take you but that's how much he was persecuted and he ran away from his own people so finally Saul died and if you read some chapters the bible said that God turned over the kingdom unto the son of Jesse David so it was God's doing finally he became the king. That was the third anointing over his life. Because when the first time they anointed him as a shepherd, he killed Goliath. The second one, when um, uh, Saul died, some people said we will not come back to you. So he was um, a king over Judah. They were they anointed him king over Judah. And then the, this is the third one here. They anointed and he was king over all Israel. Three anointing. We will not go there. But when they had that he was anointed. Then the Bible said that they all came all the Philistines. They came to what? To look for him, anointed but still fighting. He was anointed in fact, he himself he knew the Bible said he knew when the king was uh, the king the, the, the neighboring the neighboring king was sending him things he knew that oh he, he was established forever settled now so in fact he took wives and sons and had sons and daughters so so you would think that nothing will come to him anymore. Let me submit to ask one thing. The absence of the enemy's attack in our lives or in your life does not mean you are a super anointed person. Mm-mm. And the same with the presence of attacks in your life does not mean you are less anointed. No. No. Or you are weak. No. 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 It does not because sometimes you can come to a place you start asking questions that God, are you really with me? And am I anointed? And but it does not mean that. Contrary, contrary to our belief, we think that okay, uh, that person is not anointed. Because um, we have songs like he butter my bread, he sugar my cocoa, so we think that oh, as long as I'm a Christian, the butter will be, uh, the bread will be buttered and the cocoa will be sugared. Cocoa is uh, porridge, so we think that's okay. And so when God begins to give us cow foods to break, <laughs> then we are like. Uh, No, we are not anointed. Why me? But no, but on serious notes, it does not mean that you are not anointed. The Philistines, the Bible says when they heard, they all came looking for David. And yet David was established. David was established. In fact, there is the anointing now. So from our reading, it is anointing now. The anointing that has attracted the enemy. Mm Mm-hmm. Is the anointing now, that's all, you know, anointing attracts the enemy. And most of the time, attacks of the enemy might be an indication that you are about to change the level. You see, Jesus says something, take up your cross and follow me. So we think when we come, we don't have a cross to carry. Am I advocating for trials and challenges? No, I'm just telling us that sometimes that is how it is you have victory when you fight, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say, this is the reality for my small life experience in God, 20 years plus, small life experience with God and from what I've studied about the men of old and the Bible and mentors. The anointing will attract. We said that the thief comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. The thief will not come to your house to steal air or water. Unless the water and the air has become precious or they are, they are precious things, he will come and steal something that is precious. So the attack of the enemy, does he always mean that, uh, okay, anointing, you too? Okay, somebody will say that you go and do something, you are guilty. And the enemy is attacking you, said that I am anointed. That's not what I'm saying. If you are walking the walk, let me balance it. You are walking the walk, you are in the presence of God. You know that's you know what, God. I'm serving you genuinely, and you are going through trials. I'm telling you that it's an indication that there is a change of level, and it's an indication. That the enemy is after something that is precious in you. Hallelujah. That is why he's coming after you. So the concept of or uh, notion of someone someone going through attacks because he's weak or he's not anointed is just a let me say basic level Christianity mindset. Basic, basic. It's basic. it's, it's not it's not so. Because the Lord Jesus Himself, the Bible says, if you go to look, let me go to it. all. okay. You go to Luke chapter four. You will see the Bible says that, and Jesus was filled with the was filled with the Holy Spirit, and then the Spirit led him into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. This is a man that was filled. In fact, God Himself was filled with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit said that, okay, now you are filled with me. Now let's exercise a bit of that feeling and was taken by the spirits. In fact, not Pharisees or Sadducees push him into the wilderness. Was taken by the spirits into the wilderness to be tempted. Anointing does not mean that you are free. That's what the Bible says, resist him and he will flee from you. So he took him into the wilderness. And if you read, I think the verse 13 of that, that, that same chapter, it said that, and when the devil Tempted him, he left him for for an opportune time. It's like, okay, I've dealt with you now, um, but it doesn't mean I will leave you alone. No, I will come back again. Does it mean Jesus is not anointed? No, he was anointed. He was anointed, but the enemy tempted him. Hallelujah! Mm-hmm. Jesus has to face him. And deal with him. So don't get discouraged to think that it means you are not anointed enough or that you are weak. The thief comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. And like I said, you must have something for him to come to steal or to kill. Or maybe he's coming for to to, to destroy that establishment that God wants to give you or provoke you. So what do you do? We are reading from 1 Chronicle 14, that is our main text. We saw that uh, David was anointed and then they came after him. And so what did he do? He inquired of the Lord. So since this uh, David inquired of the Lord for us, we know as well that we just have to stand. We don't inquire and say, oh Lord, so should I have had, you know, in fact that was David. Because now you know the example of David. In fact, in the in New Testament, he told us resist the devil and he will flee. So, all you need to do when you face, face the Philistines, or so you find yourself in those situations, just attack. <laughs> he inquired of the law and he went into the valley. The Bible said that what? The enemy made a raid in the valley of Rephaim. That is where I want us to look at something. Then the Philistines went and made a raid on the valley of Rephaim. That is verse 9. And David inquired of God, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? The Lord said to him, Go up, for I will deliver them into your hand." So they went out to Baal Perazim, and David defeated them there. Then David said, God has broken through my enemies by my hand like a breakthrough of water. Therefore, they called the name of that place Baal Perazim. But then the enemy did well, they, they took their raid or they raided the valley of Rephaim. The valley of in, in this context means giants, tall ones, mighty ones. So the Philistine went to that valley of giants. That should be a fearful thing, you know. And that, is, is, that should scare David off. And you know what? Let me submit to ask once again that the enemy will always try to intimidate us. Always. intimidate us. Uh, And that's the whole idea. And the whole purpose is to scare you off the inheritance of God for you, the divine portion that God wants to allocate to you or your breakthrough that is the whole idea to scare you off because you know the children of Israel they were promised that they there is a promised land Canaan and they saw the hand of God they saw time and time again God did marvelous things in their hands and so they got to the borders of um, Canaan and Moses said okay 12 of you go and these are not ordinary men you know these are not children these are men leaders and they said go and spy the land and come back and tell us what is happening when they reach the land their report was the land is very good we can see that the fruit are nice and oh beautiful well milk and honey we do have it there like God said so he didn't lie to us but one thing he did not tell us that that land has giants on it and in fact, the, the land swallow people. So I don't know how they, they managed to escape the swallowing of the land. And then they came to report. But that's how intimidated, fearful they were. The enemy, they saw it and they were like, no, that giants are in the land. The enemy will always come with a magnifying glass to magnify things. Mm-hmm. Magnify it. That's why the Bible tells tells us about the casting down of imaginations. One little thing, he will magnify you and tell you all the ramifications of it. Have you considered the height of it? Have you considered the depth? Are you sure? Do you understand? The enemy will always come after you in the valley of riverine, the valley of giants. But does it mean that you stop? No. He did it for Israel, 40 days, 40 nights. Goliath will come and torment them. In fact, they decided to bring the, 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 the war into the camp of Israel. The Bible said that they came to Succoth, which is a territory of Judah. So, in fact, they did not wait. They came. It's like the enemy coming to sit in your garden and say that I have come. And you, you are inside, you can't come out. So, day and night the army was tormented. If they tried a little bit, least somebody should have tried, isn't it? Try and do something. No. That is how intimidated they were. That is how fearful they were. And the enemy does that so he will cripple you and push you into the corner that you don't take action. But it shouldn't be our portion. In fact, I like provocation from the enemy. The more he provoked me, the more I will ha- saw. So, yes, I like it. I don't, I don't sit down. I remember some years well some years ago and then in my place uh, in my flat and I was told that um, the man of God that the enemy is trying to um, attack me so I should move out of the house I'm like yeah, move out of the house and rent it out and do something like you know No, 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 no. I will live on my own terms. This is my territory, my sanctuary. In fact, that's night. what I did. (laughs) I won't tell you the whole story. But I can assure you that that night, (laughs) I spent the night praying. I said, I'm not moving today. I'm not moving (laughs) tomorrow until I decide to. And I stayed there (laughs) more years before I moved. (laughs) To tell you that I don't respond to the enemy's provocation, no. Because I know that he comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. And he will come and tempt you. And he will come and intimidate you. You know, so, you know, you don't give in. You don't give in. You don't give in. This morning, that is what I'm saying, you don't give in. The people say that we are like grasshoppers. All of that is an account of seeing giants in the land. But look at what happened. The Bible said that after inquiring... Of the Lord, David went after the Philistines and defeated them in the valley in 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 the month of Perazim. The month of Perazim is not far from the valley of Rephaim. So, do you know that? You see, um, uh, <laughs> when the enemy, the giants, are near, the breakthrough is too is near. It's near. Because Baal Perazim, where the the David named Baal Perazim, the god of breakthrough, the Mount Perazim was not far from the valley of Rephaim. So you see giants know that, you know what, the breakthrough is around the corner as well. The breakthrough is around the corner as well. And so when you see them, you know what, pray. You know, we all say we want to breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. Every one of us, we want breakthrough, including me. We want breakthrough in one area or the other, but resist him first. You will have to, breakthrough does not come without resistance. Breakthrough doesn't come without you confronting the enemy squarely. Breakthrough doesn't come without you looking into the you know, face of the enemy and say, Goliath, yes, this is you, but me, I'm just a shepherd, but I come in the name of the Lord of hosts. You come in the name of your God, I come in the name of the Lord of hosts. And when you introduce that, the name of the Lord of hosts, the battle you have changed the, the face of the battle already. You have included Baal, who is Jehovah in that term. You have included the Lord of Zebalt, the one who met the commander of the Lord of hosts, who met Joshua at the border of Jericho. Joshua said, are you for us? Or are you against? He said, I have come. I am the commander of the Lord of hosts. How can you meet the commander of the Lord of hosts and the walls who resist? No. You know, when Jericho, I'm sure that the the, the people in Jericho thought they were foolish. They didn't know that in the secret, behind the scene, commander of the Lord of hosts came and met Joshua. Joshua met him before going ahead, going round. The walls cannot or could not stand because he met the Lord of hosts already. Hallelujah. That is what I'm saying. So breakthrough will not come as much as we want breakthrough. Breakthrough, even in the natural, when you talk about breakthrough, there is a resistance. Now we are talking about a breakthrough in vaccine because at the beginning of the virus, there was no solution. So they were like, it was a bleak moment. But now they are talking about a breakthrough because they have a vaccine, a solution for it. I like a definition of breakthrough that I want us to... Take on board. He said what? Well, breakthrough is defined as an offensive military assault that penetrates and carries beyond a defensive line. Hmm. It is an act or instance of moving through or beyond an obstacle. Moving through. Moving through. So breakthrough m- means that you have to go through. Move through. And it's an assault, assault that penetrates and carries beyond the defensive line. David said that by my God, I can leap over a wall. And by my God, I can run through a troop. I've always given us that picture that those days when they are going into battle, they form a battle line, the formation. So when he's saying that I can run through a troop, it means that the people are standing, you know, how they stand in those days with their armors and shield. And he is saying that even in that, the enemy was like that, blocking me, but with my God, I managed to run through them. I managed to run through them. By you know, with my God. and this one has what well, he said was that God has by my hand, He has given me victory over the enemy, defeated them. Breakthrough doesn't come for reverse sitting and said, That's okay, God, you will do it, and you will do it. I know I always come with messages of fighting. Well, it just happened that I'm not a pastor. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm here to just encourage you and stir you up. Hallelujah. So there is no way we will have the breakthrough of God or we will have a breakthrough that God has for us without us carrying out an an offensive attack on the enemy. And this one did not say defensive. In fact, it's offensive. So you have to launch out your missile first. Because you want to tell the enemy that I'm not going to wait for you to attack for me to defend myself. So, instead of you coming first, I will go ahead of you. And somebody will say that, okay, how do I do it? Was it yes? No. Last Sunday, we saw how we confess the word of God. We stand. I told us here that, you know what? Pray the word. Pray the word. Pray your own words are good. But sometimes we think our own words um, make us just... Either complain or just just talk, for talking sake. But when you are praying the word, you are declaring what he said he would do for you. So you are enforcing, superimposing the promises of God or the will of God over what the enemy wants for you. And I'm repeating it again. I refuse my life to be an outcome of demonic decree. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. My life will not be, uh, you know, an outcome or as a result of uh, 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 occultic powers or the enemy trying to design my... When he said that he, uh, I am the, the, the head and not the tail, when he said he knows the thought that he has for me to go to the expected and, and I will sit down for the enemy to redesign, he will try and he will always try. And that will cause, it might cause delay and diversions, but definitely I refuse to be That's, hallelujah, I refuse, I refuse. If you sit down, the enemy will redesign your life for you, people of God. That is so, look at David, established, and they came after him. They came after him. In fact, do you know that the the children of Israel could not, they took over Canaan. No one could not take uh, uh, the Philistines down until David. David was the one that conquered them. In the reign of David, David conquered them. In fact, I like this, the last, let me finish with this. You know, when you come to the last, uh, not the last, the verse 12, the Bible says, and when they left, left their gods there, David gave a commandment and they were burned with fire. You see, I keep telling us that children of God, we sometimes we... We Don't know the battle that is raging. We tend to ignore. But the children of darkness, they, they are not ignorant. When they were coming to battle, they came with Dagon, they came in the name of asteroids, they came with their gods. So, your God, you too, you should go to battle with your God. That is what happened with Goliath and go and read that chapter. And David, the Bible said that and Goliath was cursing in the name of his God and David said, Oh, good. I thought I can just handle you like a dog, but now good, good that you have changed the dynamics. Let me bring in my God as well. I come in the name of the Lord of hosts. And David said that, you know, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? And I told us here before that that statement alone changed everything by saying that who is this uncircumcised Philistine? He's saying that this one hasn't even got a covenant. He hasn't even got a God. We will have a covenant by circumcision with a God, the most high God, that has delivered us from, you know, 400 years of oppression. They brought in their God. So sometimes God will allow things to happen. is to finish the enemy. I will not even go there. It's to finish in once and for all. Hallelujah. They came in not alone, but they came in with the things that was empowering them. So the things that was, by the time God finished with them, the things that was empowering them, their powers were left behind for, the, for, for, for David to even burn them. Can you imagine God that they can burn easily like that? Ah, hallelujah! Amen. Children of God, you should be—I mean, you—we should, should just be walking with this confidence. The Bible says, "Resist him, resist, resist." Resistance means force. We have to walk in that confidence, knowing that the one that is for us is more than the one that is outside. The one that is for us is more, more, more. How can you come with your God? We know the story. I mean, they should have learned their lesson. That once upon a time they came and arrested. Can you imagine? Arrested the ark of the covenants. They took it and said that you are under arrest. God, we are taking you. And they took it to their um, God's house. They gone and they wake up in the morning and saw that they gone salutes. And it, it, I mean, they should have known that okay, something is going on here. They said, I oh, no, let's do it again." They came. The the I don't know if they gone is a man God or. They have so many, or a woman God. Anyway, the guy had no arms. (laughs) La, 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 la. His arm that he he used to perform, God wanted to tell them that, you see, this your God has arms he cannot perform. Me, you don't see me, but when I come in a place, I I, I leave behind me a a, a, a traceable uh, thing. You can see my doings. That is the God that I am. So they came and they could not contain him. Hallelujah. Amen. They came and they could not stop they could not stop our God. And the same thing they did again. When they were coming to battle, they brought in their gods and it's so good because God wanted to defeat them once and for all and give them a lesson as well. and they let this, their God you know be defeated for Israel to know that I am the only true God. Hallelujah. I pray today for someone that any power, wherever it is behind your enemies whatever is giving them them the confidence to come after you let that thing be be nullified in the name of Jesus, be it an, an altar, wherever or whatever or a word spoken into the atmosphere that is empowering the enemy to come after you I pray this morning that you know what, let that power catch fire in the name of Jesus, let that altar be burned down, let that God, that small God uh, become non existence in your life in the name of Jesus for you to possess your possession for you to break through in Jesus mighty name. I pray that you know what the God of Baal Perazim will come through for you and I in the name of Jesus. Someone will say that we are in the midst of COVID and we are in the midst of uh, a pandemic and, and the year is going to end. But yes, this is what God said that in the midst of that this is what I will do for you. In the midst of that, this is, you know what, it's not a word to come and entice us. It's no words to come and just uh, make us, uh, they tell you, okay, how was service today, ooh, the word was sad. Ah. No, 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 it's something to, you take with you, you can use. You can use because the hell, the days ahead of us, people of God, I'm not a prophet or prophetess of doom, but I can assure you, it's not going to be easier. So we need these messages to to, to keep us grounded so that you don't flee in the face of adversity, but you stand firm, hallelujah, for you to have your victory, for you to have your breakthrough. Then you know that, you know what, I have to fight, but are you fighting in your own strength? No, because Jesus did it on on the cross of Calvary. He said, Well, it is finished, it is accomplished. You have to work in the strength of it is finished. You have to work in the strength of it is accomplished and do that which you need to do for you to have the victory. Yes, somebody will say that, okay, if Jesus did this, if it is accomplished, why am I? to fight again but he said that all authority has been given unto me and I gave it to you whatever you allowed or disallowed so it means that there are some things that you have to disallow in your life and allow you can tell the Philistine David can say that oh Philistine oh you again but last time I was in your territory so and he decided decide okay you know what let's just be um we'll cohabitate you know you'll be, you'll be there I'll be here but the enemy does not come to do that he came to take the territory that's why Caleb I like Caleb Caleb said that I was as strong as 40 years ago I will take it Caleb went after Hebron he saw that oh he was good (laughs) he said that who else can go to other territories of the and it was a territory of giants Hebron in Joshua territory of giants and yet he went and took it why because God was with him he knew that God is with me, and the God that was with us when we left Egypt is still alive and He is still doing wonders in our midst. That is what I'm trying to tell us that we are about to finish the year. But Baal Perazim, the God of breakthrough, He is still alive. I started by saying that He's not locked up, locked down, locked in, locked whatever. So, meaning that you are in the world, but you, you are not of the world. You should not, you will be affected. But you know what? When Jesus said that you are in the world, you are not of the world, what he was trying to do is that yes, there are things happening in the world. But then, my God shall supply my, my, my needs according to his riches in heaven. So it means that though those things are happening, the finances are difficult and everything, people are laid off and everything, your supply is from heaven that is what he said, so you are not of it your, 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 your heavenly bank is in heaven you, your, you have a heavenly bank he said that what by my stripes you are healed. Yes, viruses will go, but you know, thousand will fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand. It shall not come near. You. Why? Because you dwell in the secret place of the Most High. So you are in the world, you are not of the world. So what? You will see the arrow of the, uh, uh, arrow by noonday. You will see the pestilence and the, the the terror by night. It shall not come near you. Hallelujah! Because what you are in the world, you are not of. You are in the world, but you are not of the world. We can argue it and say, so what about the people that are dying, that are Christians? But let's not go in there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We want to pray one prayer. And we will finish. Hallelujah. The Bible says that he said something. He said the Lord, David, when he said, God has broken to my enemies by my hand. So, he, he exercised his hand, he said, like some 18 who said, he exercised my hand through war. So you say what? Like a breakthrough of water. Therefore, they call the name of that place, Val Perazim. You know, it comes from Perez and that one too is another story. But like the breakthrough of water. Have you seen when a, a dam is broken down before? That is what it is. There can, there's, there's no resistance. It takes everything on its way. That is what he's saying. So that was how massive the victory was. That was how massive yeah, the defeat against um, the Philistine was. You want to pray. Meaning there was no resistance anymore. Let this be your prayer. That every resistance be broken around you.